Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Kate Zeinard. And I'm Meg Healy. Today on the podcast, we're talking sewing without patterns. Whether that be a draft-it-yourself pattern, draping, or following diagrams, sometimes there is just no need for printing, tiling, or even tissue patterns. We'll share a little something in our Sojo segment, and then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we jump in, how was our weekend, everybody? I think it was pretty good. I'm trying to remember yeah. now. Yeah, um, I think it was pretty mellow for us. We uh, we didn't have much going on, so we just kind of hung around, did some errands, mm-hmm. played, hung out with the cats, you know, very, yeah. very mellow. It was kind of cold and snowy in Colorado, so we, mm-hmm. same thing, we just kind of stuck around the house. Um, did a little bit of sewing, stayed up too late last night sewing, which I haven't done in a while. I'm usually pretty good about cutting myself off, but you know, one thing leads to another and I'm like, I'll just get it to the next step. Oh, I only need to do this to get it to the next step. And then the next step's only going to take me five minutes. I know. I know. So I looked up and I was like, oh, I better get to sleep. But yeah, you know, it was still fun. Yeah. How about you? Oh, it's worth it. Like the next time when you're like, oh, I got so much done, even though it's, yeah, if if you're in like the flow of it, sometimes like you mm-hmm. just, for me, if I stop something mid, it's like hard to jump back into exactly. it. So it's like mm-hmm. worth it just to, to power through for sure. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And then I actually finished what I was making and wore it today, which was <laughs> kind of <laughs> hilarious. I'm like still clipping off thread ends while I'm wearing oh my God. some overalls <laughs> that I made. Yeah, um, but who doesn't do super that? Cute. Yeah. yeah, they are thanks. cute. Yeah, they're super cute. Well, my weekend, it was Julian and Burry's birthday. They have the same birthday, which That's is cute. so cute. So adorable. I know. I think that was like one of the deciding factors when we were deciding to <laughs> adopt uh, adopt her. We're like, ah, uh, they have the same birthday, of course. So we went. Yeah, so I had an action pack weekend. I went out with my friends on Friday and then bowling for Julian's birthday and I discovered that I have like my own way of bowling I just I can't do the the one hand so I actually got two strikes when I just like bend down with both hands and just swing it and then just throw it with both hands (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I know well I can never throw mine straight one-handed so I totally understand that Bowling oh, is like one of my yeah. secret skills. It's like the oh, only really? thing that I can come close to beating my husband at. What? But I was I did like the bowling club in college. It was like our biggest um extracurricular group uh, on the whole campus was the bowling league. It was huge. <laughs> oh, that's um, amazing. And so I got lots of practice. That's funny. Oh, yeah. My high school, actually, you could take a bowling class, but it was um, it was before school and school started at mm. 730. So you had whoa, to be really whoa. dedicated to uh, to doing your your bowling credit in wow. order to do zero period bowling. That's yeah. way too early to bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and note, I never took that class. <laughs> For the well, record. I have to go bowling uh next time i'm down yeah that would be, fun. Yeah. Be, yeah. That would be fun I, we'll see which which of us is the worst bowler while we okay. watch amanda get strike after strike <laughs> no i do not get strike after strike <laughs> but oh well uh nice little segue into i guess there's no segue from bowling <laughs> to sewing <laughs> but we're talking no patterns necessary so nothing to tile, no tissue to unfold. Some patterns are simple enough that there is no pattern pieces and they are comprised of basic shapes and just the dimensions are given. Other times you just grab a large rectangle and pleat or gather it into a garment around your body. So what's your experience with um, no pattern pattern? Have you ever made one? Maybe you've used like a a diagram reference or just kind of taken something just a shape and then just make it something (laughs) i don't know (laughs) um for me i was actually sitting here thinking about this and i'm not sure i've ever gone like full patternless for a garment i have for bags Mm, before right bags are Mm -hmm. are a lot easier to do that way um i've done some draping but part of the draping process for me is to pull a pattern off of what you've draped. So, right. um, so I've never yeah, really no, 
gone to that <clears throat> point where and I you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it and I can't I can't think of anything that I've really done that I don't think had a pattern past, you know, when I was making like little tiny baby throw pillows before I even knew how to sew and didn't yeah. know to didn't know to put the uh wrong side or right sides together and that sort of thing. But other than that, I can't really think of anything. We'll see if something mm-hmm. if this conversation sparks off our memory. Like, but sparked, yeah, spark something <laughs> up. How about I mean, you, I, I made a toga once. If you guys remember <gasps> that, I do. Oh, yeah, no you don't have a pattern for no. your toga. You don't need a pattern for a toga. Huh, weird. No, um, I have. I, I was thinking about this. I have made a few things, but it has largely been bags without patterns. One I made recently is the Fennel Fanny Pack by Sarah Kirsten, um, mm-hmm. which is just dimensions, and it's a fairly small bag. Um, and I think that that it was nice and neat and easy to do, especially because I have a rotary cutter and a, mm-hmm. a you know a mat that has the measurements on it. And mm-hmm. I was pretty familiar with that process from yeah. doing a lot of like quilted projects and quilting and and cutting. So you know, really rectangles and stuff. Um, pretty easy. I have I have a pattern that I've never used, but um, it's the anywhere skirt by Made Every Day, and it's it's a really cute button up skirt um and you draft it to your measurements and mm-hmm. i i love it it's um it's super summery i should probably make one for the <laughs> spring summer thinking maybe some gingham but um i haven't i haven't actually worked with it yet um since it's based on your measurements and there's you know math involved yeah. um <laughs> but oh, the yeah. other one that is that I'm I'm fairly certain it's set up this way. I was thinking about the Wilder gown by Friday Pattern Company, and I believe all of the pattern pieces for the top are are pattern pieces, and then for the tiers you cut mm, dimensions. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like half and half, which I think really makes sense in um, in a case like that. But well, and I've definitely done stuff like that yeah. before, where you you pull out a. The bird style patterns do that a lot, yes, where they're like, it's true. Cut, yeah. cut a rectangle this size for the placket or whatever. Yeah. And so there, there's no pattern piece to go with it, but that you just mm-hmm. have to actually notice that that note is in there and remember to cut that piece. Yeah. So, yeah. I've, yeah, mm-hmm. so I've done some of that for sure. Yeah. I have not done much with draping. There was actually a class um, locally that happened recently, and I was thinking next time that comes around, I'm going to take it because I feel like it'd be be nice thing to learn Mm-hmm. online or in a video or in a in-person class format but i haven't I haven't really experimented too much with it um mm-hmm. but yeah so i have done a little bit yeah yeah i think when i was just first sewing i had one of those you know those red adjustable dress forms mm-hmm. um and i would it was before like it was i was i guess it was high school when i got my first um sewing machine and i i wasn't really familiar with patterns yet and I would just like take fabric and just drape it on it and and just note where to sew and just like come up with patterns and stuff like um like garments and dresses like without mm-hmm. even laying out fabric first and so that, that was kind of my first introduction I really liked that but yeah I've, I've done a lot of uh no patterns patterns one of the sew alongs I actually just well Berta style has a ton of them called draft it yourself patterns mm-hmm. and they just give you um the dimensions and uh, diagrams and yeah one of the sew alongs was a caftan and it was a no pattern pattern it was like um uh with the diagrams it's like yeah rectangle but then they give you like um notch uh dimensions for certain like angled scenes it's kind of it's it's really mm-hmm. cool um so i've worked uh, a lot with that and circle skirts too right um, mm-hmm. they do a lot of draft your own circle skirts as well so those are uh easy to do and actually my wedding skirt um my overskirt was a no pattern pattern I didn't even I just literally I remember I cut I knew how long I wanted it to be and I just like used as much as I could and I literally stood in the mirror because I don't have a dress form I'm like (laughs) in my current studio I just use myself and so I'm standing (laughs) there in front of the mirror with pins and I'm just like bleeding it until I liked how it looked and I pinned it and I sewed it and then I cut and sewed a waistband. It was awesome because it's just when you deal with 
like large. I just I don't actually have a big enough table if I were to even mm-hmm. cut that skirt in a rectangle right. and mark plate. Like it's on, honestly sometimes so much easier just to <laughs> uh, just use like a big um, yeah a big one. But I wanted to discuss some like pros and cons, I guess, of a no pattern pattern. So I guess what would be some pros to to a no pattern pattern like a draft it yourself pattern takes up a lot less space yes yeah no that's true <laughs> and you can't lose your pattern pieces yeah and you don't have to tape them together and you don't have yes, to tape them together have, no no paper I, in general yeah it's kind of nice i mean unless you're unless you have to draft it first on mm-hmm. paper which sometimes you yes. do yeah uh-huh yeah trick i have for people because sometimes it's like a if you have been um working with like lots of patterns it can can be kind of a weird shift to not have like a physical pattern a lot of people aren't equipped in their sewing studio just ready to have like large pattern paper and rulers Mm -hmm. and stuff so Mm -hmm. i always say if you're uh, starting into it use old like you know holiday wrapping paper like those you those like everyone usually has those laying around so Mm -hmm. um uh, if you really want to get started in something like that, uh, it's really, I think it's nice and sustainable to kind of mm-hmm. draft it yourself. You can use whatever you have instead of printing. Um, but then that comes with the con. If you love it and want to make it again, you basically <laughs> need to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <gasps> right. And I, especially if you do um, adjustments while you're um, messing with it, like, Instead of right, taking eh? the exact the exact yeah. thing that they that they give you or whatever, and you're like, okay, but I'm going to say put in these extra pleats here because I think this will be a nice look or whatever. Then you're no guarantee you'll ever ever be able to recreate that. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I guess you could just. I have a, just the habit of I take a picture of everything I sew and every step I have like it all categorized on my phone <laughs> oh, I always do that because I always think oh maybe I'll use it somewhere for yeah <laughs> somewhere for work or something but yeah I know that's tr- like that's definitely the biggest con for sure is just not being able to easily recreate that uh for sure um, I don't know. I th- I feel like that it can also know. kind of I mean, that means you have like a one of a kind piece, which mm, is true. kind of nice. Yeah. And I think that it can kind of free you up a little bit. I, I am yeah. so bad about making time to experiment and yeah, to really right, and eh? play. And I feel like kind of getting away from the pattern yeah. could be helpful in that way. Um yeah, just free freeing you up a little bit and changing things up. Mm-hmm. Though to be fair, um, there's the other con. I think the biggest con is that you can't. You're stuck with. You're kind of limited to the more simple stuff mm-hmm. because you can't. Right. You can't make make yourself a princess gown with a whole bunch of like really fancy details and everything without no, a pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if you're. Even if you can draft that you're going to have to draft it or else everything's not going to line up and things are going to be a big mess so i i do think of course a a lovely basic shape is wonderful and i love them um but it it is sort of you have to decide if the thing that you're doing is appropriate for a no pattern situation sure Mm -hmm. i mean i think totally definitely kind of looser less fitted type garments in particular mm-hmm. i mean i we have had quite a few of these in sonu's magazine yeah. and you know and i i do like that you are based you're drafting based on your measurements too because yes. i feel a like a lot of times yeah you know i feel like that's a good way to customize it especially if you find yourself outside of a size range Mm -hmm. um, or if you have you know really different and distinct proportions um, that you can kind of and maybe maybe that's a good place to start for drafting your own patterns Mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're um, doing it by your measurements and you're using instructions and then you know you might learn a little bit more about your body in doing that Mm -hmm. um, by really getting kind of up close and personal with your measurements and your shape and mm-hmm. I think that is a great pro, actually. The I've had I've had that feedback before, where people have asked us to do more 
draft your own mm-hmm. um, patterns yeah. simply because it does allow you to it, people who are who are limited by the size ranges mm-hmm. that are available. Yeah. It, it allows them to be able to really embrace the pattern and. Yeah, it's like a plug in your own measurement kind of Mm -hmm. puzzle. If you have Mm -hmm. like the diagram, it's like insert waist measurement plus the end, it creates a shape and then it's like totally your size, which, yeah, which lends itself great to the magazine situation or you can just read and it's all nicely spelled out. Like Mm -hmm. there's some great ones in in So News. The cover of the the one coming up is actually a no pattern pattern. Um, The now and what is it now and later top now, now, now and, and later. later oh yeah oh layer oh oh it's, it's a, a play on words thing oh geez near my i thought i misspelled it when I, I, I have now and later typed out and i was like I, that must have been a typo. it was it deliberate <laughs> it was i forgot deliberate. that yeah, yes we, we all... like our puns for our for our headline titles we uh we do spend a bunch of time in meetings sitting there trying to come up with the best possible pun. I know. There's. I had my first kind of headlines meeting and it was super fun. It's just like, yeah, us looking at things like, how can we like pun this time? And it was super mm-hmm. fun. So. <laughs> we are very yeah. scientific about when we plan those. It's really like there's such a small window for when my brain yes. will do puns right. during yep. the <laughs> week. It's like not Monday, not Friday, n- not after three o'clock, yeah, not can't before be nine. Yeah. <laughs> It's really it's, funny. It's, it's very you, you have to and and you can't be hungry when you're doing it either. So you've got to make sure you get it around lunch. It's just like yeah, food related. Yeah, yeah like, so like. <laughs> I know it's so funny. Uh, um, I I will say before we kind of talk about some other pattern options, I I wondered how do you. I mean, I think it's different if if it's in a magazine instructions are spelled out and right, you know, but how do you guys feel about buying a draft your own pattern just as a one off? Because I I'm bringing this up because I feel like there is a little part of me that's like, I want the pattern pieces. I don't want to have to do the work, Um, especially if you are buying it for sure as a one off. Yeah. 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 I feel like. I feel like it depends on the pattern. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a circle skirt, eh, I don't know if I really want to go through the effort of buying a draft your own circle skirt pattern when I yeah. know how to how how to draw a circle, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, not very well, but <laughs> Yeah. I know that's a trick. That's a little that's a conundrum, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely feel I think more positive than negative about um, no pattern patterns. I just, I feel like every once in a while there's like a little niggly part of myself that's like, <laughs> well, you paid, you bought a pattern. There's no pattern. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I get it. And, um, and especially for things like bags where, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a lot, I'm a lot more uh, calm about that when it comes to bags. Though I will say, I know I have um, on my shelf, I wish I'd grabbed it before we came in here a um a book that's something about no patterns mm. i'll put it in the show notes um and it's a it's an entire book about how to make different looks with basically circles triangles and squares and oh, um it's really cool. japanese um, i don't think I this like, one is i feel like there are some i'm um, sure there are i yeah I don't think this one is but the one i'm picturing right now specifically is um but it's a really cool book and i think that 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 is the kind of investment i'd be more likely to make is something that instead of being a single pattern that lays out like a whole philosophy around that sort of thing yeah hmm. that's cool yeah yeah I'd- but yeah i'll put that in the show notes in case anyone's interested in it for sure Hmm. Yeah, I like what you were talking about, Amanda, too, like just um, thinking of I I haven't done this in so long, I guess, but I would do this so much more when um, kind of the, you know, starting to work with patterns and like more knowledge. Sometimes the more, you know, hinders just kind of your free, like, just totally. kind of sewing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like I just I, I haven't I guess my wedding skirt was the only the last thing I've done and the only thing I've really just kind of taken out of a piece of fabric and just kind of like project runway style just threw it to get and like with no no instruction no and it was just kind of a sketch and just this piece of fabric and so yeah, i really want to 
try and do that again. It was just, I used to do it all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Just Yeah, totally. Just, you're just free of anything. It could be anything. There's no instructions to say, sew this seam this way and like do this step before that step because there is no steps. It's just, <laughs> you kind of know the end result and you just kind of use, you know, whatever you think to get there. <laughs> I When you were talking earlier, Meg, that exact thought <laughs> ran through my head because I feel like early in my sewing career, I was so, I would be like totally wing it. I'd sew yeah. with whatever kind of fabric. I wasn't intimidated. There was just yeah. a real like experimentation spirit to it. And now the more I know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to sew with yeah. that fabric. That fabric is going to be horrible. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of sad, but I definitely mm-hmm. feel that. And see, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here kind of giving you guys a side eye because I learned to sew from somebody who was so precise about yeah. this is the right way <laughs> to do this. This is what oh. is right. And if you do not do it this way, you are wrong. And I will give you insulting feedback about it. Oh, and no. so for me... Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm not going to get into that. And I'm not in the kind of mood where I can get into that right now. <laughs> oh, no. But um, but he he was so much like that. And he and I'm a rule follower anyway. So he kind of instilled this. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things so strongly into me that I'm not sure I've ever done something like you just described. Just sitting there and messing oh, around no. with something until it turned into something. It's always been very very precise and rule followy even when I'm draping um even when I was you know trying to invent wing patterns for things it was always you know you have to start with the rectangle and know where your grain lines are and just like really really carefully planned out so I don't know maybe I need to spend some time forcing myself to uh do some things without patterns just so I can learn that freedom that you guys seem to enjoy so much Set myself free from my first sewing teacher. (laughs) I mean, I do. I think that, I mean, there's a part of that that seems true. Like, you kind of need to know the rules before you can break them. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like there is such a, when I talk to people, this is totally off topic, but when I talk to people about sewing, they're like, I am not that detail oriented. I'm not that exact. Like really a lot of fear about things being perfect when I feel mm-hmm. like sewing is actually very, very forgiving um, yeah. in 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 many ways. In some ways, no, but um, I don't know. I just I feel like there is the other side that's more, you know you explore it's fabric it's a medium mm-hmm. it's expression it's mm-hmm. it's not so much about right or wrong but i don't i mean i'm not i i say that but i'm definitely like i'm just gonna follow the rules and make this thing and then move on to the next thing right it's it's but you like hack and stuff i don't even hack i'm like this is the way this person has designed it i'm gonna stick with this yeah, um, not true. all the time. I mean, I I do mess around a little bit, but mess around. I mess around with my <laughs> patterns around. a little bit, you know, short enough a sleeve here and there. Whoa. Um, but you know, it's it, it's it's funny because you know, you you said sewing is very forgiving, and it's true, it is. But it took me a long time to learn that, and I didn't really start enjoying sewing mm-hmm. until I was able to learn that. Because mm-hmm. while sewing might be forgiving, this particular teacher was, was not. not. Yeah, and so it was. Lear- it was that moment of learning that nobody's going to notice if this isn't if this isn't precisely the if the seam allowance wobbles a little bit, mm-hmm. right? If it goes yeah. off by a thirty second of an inch, nobody's going to notice or care. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 understanding that and. Um, that was very freeing for me. Yeah. And knowing just where you can fudge, mm-hmm. you know, I think it takes, I think you have to sew a, a good bit before you know yeah. where you have leeway and where you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, yeah we, um, Meg, there was one project on your list, um, the sum, Summer Calling Caftan from the <gasps> Sew News June, July I issue of last love, year. Yeah. Me too. I, that's one of my favorite so covers cute. of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's also, uh-huh. um, yeah, that's just kind of what I want to wear all summer long. Um, mm-hmm. Such a good pattern. And I like how it doesn't look like it looks it. It's just so um, I don't know. It just looks really nice. It doesn't look like yeah, just like a big box. It's like right. kind of fitted and it's I, it's nice. I like mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks super comfy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking of one. It's it's yeah. It's the kind of um, shift between yeah, like you know, using instructions or something. But I just when you were talking about just um, you know freeing yourself and uh, what I do is just kind of. I made this yellow ruffle tie. It was an off-the-shoulder Berta pattern, and it was like free-flowing. It was like a cropped. And I made it to the pattern, and then I looked in the mirror, and I was just like, I don't love it. And then I just started playing around with – I had some pins um, near uh, near my mirror, and then I was just – I just – with my natural – like, hey, I just took like a large pleat, and I pleated it in the center of the hem just randomly, and it just like – totally changed the whole top and it was just like me just experimenting like i wonder if i just like pinched it but i created like this design detail the hem was already even done i just like hand tacked it and like now it's like one of my favorite summer tops it was just so cool (laughs) want to definitely do more of that but yeah yeah I i mean i feel like sometimes that happens too like yeah. You have to come up with a creative solution for something yeah, when you're sewing. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you it is kind of good to have those skills where you can yeah. kind of invent something, invent a solution mm-hmm. for an issue. Or in the pattern, it doesn't say yeah. now create this pleat at the head. It was just right. kind of it, I didn't love it. Your and so you just kind of make it Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to kind of go off the cuff every once in a while to develop those instincts and yeah. um Because it's, yeah, I mean, that's part of the process as well. Mm -hmm. So last thing before uh, we move on. So if you were to, um, because sometimes I struggle with this, like what's the right way to to do it? If you have like a draft it yourself pattern, are you more inclined to draft it on paper first and cut it out or just draft it right on your fabric? I was just wondering where we stand that. For me, you can draw it, like just the shapes, yeah, right on the fabric or yeah, paper mm-hmm. first. For me, it really depends on what the um, what the pattern is. If it's all straight mm. lines, probably I'm just going to draw it on the fabric. If it involves like even tracing a like tracing the side of a plate or something to make a curve for a neck hole or oh, something, then okay. I might be more yeah. well. But even then, I could do that. It it really yeah. it really depends on the compli- how how complicated it is. Like, yeah. um, if I can get away with just doing it straight on the fabric, I will because yeah. that saves paper and and steps and and all of that. But occasionally, I can definitely see wanting to pull out the paper and mm-hmm. and make it work. Especially mm. if it's like circles, mm-hmm. because yeah, circles are tricky. Yeah, circles. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably attempt to cut it out of the fabric, just because I'm pretty comfortable. Again, from doing a lot of quilting projects, oh um, right, yeah, you know, pretty comfortable cutting on my mat and using that to kind of um, looking at the dimensions in that way. But yeah, for anything super complicated. I'd probably mm-hmm. trace it out, draw it out first. Mm-hmm. And I do love the wrapping paper tip. I use that all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, a, a rotary uh, system with a mat and a cutter and definitely help in the yeah. <laughs> draft it yourself pattern context. Sure. Yeah. My kind of rule is um, if, um, if I cut it once out of fabric and then if I really like it, then I document it on paper. Mm. That's kind of what I do if I'm more likely to make it again. Or if it's really big, I find if it's small, I cut I cut it right on the fabric. But if it's big, because then I don't have the big a big enough table to just with yeah. the fabric laying straight. But if I can pin it and then shift it around. So if it's really mm. big, then I draft it on paper first. So that's kind of my rule as well. Or you can always try it. What I do for... Um, if you want to try, maybe it is some of the burden ones can even be quite in depth with lots of uh, lots of different um, lines and yeah, curves and, you know, um, V's and shapes and stuff. If you want to just you want to tackle it, great. But you can also just like half half the measurements and just do it a little practice draft as well mm, and cut it out. Or, you know, you can always do that. And then you have a little dolly i'll dolly outfit as well a little matching calf pan for your doll i've been seeing a lot of people in my instagram feed experimenting with like scaling down scaling and making down. things in smaller scale just to like try out pattern hacks before they do them full yeah. scale I've, I've i've just noticed that 
Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. Plus, they are really cute <laughs> when you make a bunch of little clothes. And honestly, it's so easy to do, even with tiled patterns. What you do when you print it, you just say the scale. And mm-hmm. I always, you, I just put in 60% and it just shrinks it down. And then when you print it out, it's like perfectly scaled. It's awesome. It's so cool. I'm just tiling together this little baby pattern. <laughs> yeah, so a lot cute. less paper. <laughs> Less paper, less fabric if you want to test sew it. Yeah, less fabric for sure. Yeah, because then you can fit sometimes two sheets on. What I do is I fit like uh, if I do like a 50%, I just fit. I do it like landscape and put yeah. two tiles on one sheet. And that's mm-hmm. really helpful as well. I know now we're our no pattern episode turned into just I'm talking again about patterns, <laughs> like actual patterns. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's sometimes what happens. <laughs> it happens. Oh, yeah, if we go off on just, tangents, yeah, it's fine. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a little break and then, yeah, we have something, something fun later on in the episode. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with us. Okay, that was fun. And now let's have a little bit more fun with a little sewing fill in the blanks game. Um, I'm going to be using one that is actually in the upcoming issue of Sew News, April, May 2020. Um, And we've done these before. Um, These are put together by a team of very talented, very special people with lots of time on their hands. Amanda. Um, yeah, just kidding. It's it's me, <laughs> and um, and occasionally roping in other people, but um, they're just kind of fun. So and and definitely lighthearted. Um, this one is actually all about summer couture trends. Very tongue in cheek. Um, so you guys know the drill. Um, Kate, you're going to be up first. Okay. We'll be talking about the top trend of summer 2020. Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> so um, I'm going to have you give me a few um, words and I'm going to fill in the blanks right here on air. Um, All right. Kate. Keep it clean. Keep All it right. clean. Yes. <laughs> PG version. You can, you can, this will be in the issue. You can play at home um, and you can do whatever you want with yours. Go for <laughs> it. Um, first garment you sewed? Oh, what was the first garment I sewed? Probably a vest. Vest. Last city you visited? Vienna. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. I mean, technically, it was probably London because I was at the London airport on the way back, but shh. We'll go with the end. <laughs> um, I need two adjectives. Two adjectives. Orange and sunny. Least favorite favorite fabric to sew with? Um, lame. And favorite shoes from your childhood? Oh, oh, jellies. Jellies. Oh, Duh. So good. Oh, jellies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They just killed your feet. All right. Let's review the top trend for the summer. Oh, my God. Are you guys ready? I'm yeah, so ready I'm for so this. Excited. This is going to be good. <laughs> There's one fashion trend finally getting its moment this summer. The vest. From the streets. <laughs> That's not actually v- untrue either. No, no, you're right. You're right. From the streets of Vienna to the runways of Paris, this trend gets an orange and sunny update this year. Just add LeMay and style with jellies. Oh my god! I feel like somebody needs to draw this. Yeah, I, I feel like that's actually a tr- like. I, like I'm oh, just envisioning. Yeah, that. yeah. I I could totally see it that. exists somewhere. Well, I mean, like an, the, an we talked orange about LeMay vest. Totally. That's oh, summery. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, and we we were talking about waistcoats being in, yeah. So oh, I yeah. know your your past self was like super on trend. Uh, yeah, it wasn't orange or sunny, my yeah on yeah. trend, but it was a vest. <laughs> it was you a know, vest. It was a, vest. a summer vest. Um, vest. all right, Meg, you are up next, and you will oh. be filling out the other must have items for the summer oh. season again. Oh my gosh, completely tongue in cheek. So okay, first up, I need an adjective. Squishy. Ooh. Adjectives really are the most fun. They are. Um, Worst sewing fail from 2019 or 2018. You can fudge a little bit. Mm. Meg doesn't have any sewing fails. (laughs) Because she's trying to think of something. My 
dog pee trench coat. Okay. <laughs> you better write it down exactly like that. I completely am. <laughs> um, hardest project you've ever made. Oh. Hardest. That's hard. Yeah, because like I want to say my like wedding dress, but it wasn't that hard. Um, probably my prom dress because it was like a, at that time it was really hard for me. And I actually yeah. used a wedding. Now that I remember, I used a wedding dress pattern for, and I cut it in emerald green satin. So probably my prom dress. Yeah. That wasn't the lime green one you made. No, that was my grade eight graduation dress. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I do remember that one. Yes, um, I didn't go to prom. I made it, and um, I was sitting home alone because I no. Too busy sewing a dress to get a date? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel mean. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're all Oh gosh, it's fine. (laughs) Um, Meg, least favorite color. I don't think I know this. I'm interested. Purple. Purple? Really? Yeah. I know. I hate purple. Just doesn't go with lime green. It just it just doesn't. I don't know. Sorry, Kate. I know you like purple. I do like purple. Apparently, I'm the only one here. Yeah, I don't really like purple either. Well, I mean, I like it. I, it's not definitely not to wear, and that's you know kind of a different question. It's I'm wearing purple right now. I like the idea um. of purple. <laughs> I like the idea of it. It's the color of royalty, y'all. That's okay, all I'm saying. Okay, that's true. All right, Meg. Most elegant project you've made? That would be my wedding dress for sure. Okay, I think. And. Famous fiction writer. Oh my gosh. This is terrible because I don't read books. Oh. <laughs> Pick something random. I'm looking at I'm I'm at my parents' house right now and I'm just looking at my mom's book stash behind me. Who is OIC? Who's Maeve Binchy? Is that someone? Yeah. Uh huh. I she writes <laughs> romance novels. I know something about your mom now. <laughs> All right, this one could get um could go could get dicey. Body part. <sighs> Keep it clean. Yeah. Um ankle. Perfect. Adjective. Mm. Slippery. Noun. Dresser. <laughs> just looking at things around my room. <laughs> First celebrity crush. Johnny Depp. Oh my gosh, I knew you were going to say that. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, least favorite beach town. Mm. Do people have least favorite beach towns? Some people. Okay. I guess near me, because I'm um, in Ontario, it's like, I like a, I like a, I don't like Grand Bend. It's just too rowdy. I don't like a rowdy beach. Yeah, me too. I like okay. a, I like a cute, quaint, like, retiree beach. I, I don't like a student party beach. Exactly. <laughs> like Panama City. I like a bed and breakfast beach, not like a, Spring you know, break. beer bongs on this, but yeah, on the, yeah, so I would say Grand Bend. I don't, if. And if anyone's listening in Ontario, you probably know. <laughs> it's called Graham Ben. Grand Bend. Grand Bend. Okay. Oh. Um, hometown? London, Ontario. <laughs> Not. Um, first town you think of that starts with the letter C? Cleveland. Not necessarily a town, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Town oh, is, is a it? loose. Not, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Not very, very, very loose. Yes. All right. Are you ready? These yes, are the I'm other must-have items for the summer season. The squishy yet humble dog pee trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> squishy. Yes. A closet full of prom dresses, all in purple. Oh. <laughs> A sporty take on the wedding dress with a nod to Maeve Benchy. (laughs) (laughs) I love a sporty wedding dress. Um, The ankle bag decked out in slippery trim. 
That could get dicey. Ooh, that could get dicey. <laughs> the dresser, but make it fashion. Think Johnny Depp meets Grand Bend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. And all of those in color palettes inspired by London and Cleveland. Again, oh I feel like gosh. someone should make this happen. Like, draw it out. I want to. I want. I need a visual. The, oh the dresser God. or the all whole thing. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think I could probably live without the squishy uh, dog pee trench coat. Yeah, that one's. You know, I like the slippery. Is that the bag with such long straps? It dangles at your ankle. I know. Like, or, or it's like a, or it's like a belt bag, and it straps to your ankle. Oh my gosh! Or it's like a, like an anklet, but it's yeah. like a fanny pack for your ankle. Oh my god! I think that could actually be a thing. I know. I feel like. I mean, it reminds me of the shoes back in the day that had the like zipper like pouches the and stuff. Yeah, like you know what? That could something. definitely be a thing yeah. are we all sitting here are we all sitting here just like picturing our little ankle bag that we're gonna go home and make yes yeah yeah <laughs> with slippery oh trim all right thanks all right. you guys that was so fun that was oh my god hilarious. again I love you can that. fill this out with yourself with a friend um it's in the april may 2020 issue of so news and i don't know i'm i'm, I'm inspired for summer now <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a vest. It's exactly. going to be orange and sunny in LeMay. I'm not going to do that. I'm 100% not going to do that. Pure All right. fun. Pure fun. Pure fun. So from there, let's jump into our Sojo segment. For anyone who doesn't know or remember, our Sojo is what is giving us our sewing mojo this week. Um, Amanda, why don't you start us off? Overalls. Woo! Yay. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I kind of love overalls for transitional seasons mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. i'm i'm wearing some black kind of twill overalls and i already have some black overalls that i made but they are linen so the idea was that these could be kind of more for like a winter and mm -hmm. early spring and um, but i have another pair that i'm going to be making um probably in march that'll be more like spring into summer but i just love them i mean you can wear them with a cardigan you can wear them with long sleeve short sleeve no sleeve i just really like them for transitioning between seasons and especially this time of um, year when i am just kind of sick of the shirt and cardigan combo mm -hmm. like that is pretty mm -hmm. much becomes my uniform i think i've done better this year like wearing dresses wearing blouses wearing different pairings um in in prior years i feel like it's all been pants shirt cardigan all day every day but i feel like overalls are kind of a nice break from that yeah. and they are so comfortable especially i definitely oh, yeah. tend towards the more um baggier loose fitting overalls mm -hmm. because tight fitting overalls sounds like Oh. my like a nightmare um yeah. but the the ones that i just made are the roberts collection um by maria um maria walker oh my gosh i hope i think that's right um i just drew a blank but i'll put a link on it um to show notes and encourage you all like overalls comfortable mm. kind of warm oh. i want it. overalls yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah how about you meg what's your sojo um, I haven't really been sewing much lately. I haven't really been feeling like sewing. I don't know. It's just I'm still I'm kind of yeah, I guess I'm a little sewing funk. I just I'm still like, I just need to I have my camo. I need my camo pants like that. I'm still I know it's like my third episode being like I'm just working <laughs> on these. And then when we talked about machine embroidery, I'm like, maybe I'll embroider them. But then me, I need to like, embroider them before I make them because I still iffy on placement. and. <laughs> But uh, yeah, maybe I just need to do like a little like a, a simple thing before I jump into yeah. like full camo pants. I might do. I actually think I might make that um, uh, that top the now and layer top. That's on oh, yeah. the upcoming issue. I just I have a fabric that would be perfect for that, and I love like the extended like sleeves. Or they ha it's really pretty, and yeah. So I think I just need to make something quick and easy and then still cleanser. like yeah yeah so yeah and we'll put a picture yeah. of that project 
up on mm-hmm. the show notes page. And I don't think the issue is actually coming out until mid-March. Is that That's right? right? Yeah. So a uh, sneak peek on the uh, Ooh, cover project yeah. for our listeners. I our... love that project. It's so, oh, it's so, so cute. simple, but there's yep. like something dramatic and artful about it. It's yeah. elegant. And yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's a good pick for those fabrics in your stash that you don't know what you're going to do with because mm-hmm. you could totally wear it over like if you had something slightly sheer you could make oh, it and wear it yes. over a little cami mm-hmm. um it's a really it's really great it is a mm-hmm. really pretty really pretty blouse and i think you'll all really like mm-hmm. it how about you, you know Kate? what my oh i was gonna say i like deadlines and goals my goal would be <laughs> when this episode posts hopefully i can like make it by then and then I can't I shouldn't set myself up for failure but I'm, I would like to post like my myself wearing this project by the time this episode is up it's good to have goals it is that good is, to have goals yeah okay let's try for that <laughs> if not then sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, like Meg, I am going to do my same sojo from the last, at least the last two episodes. I'm still in the sewing slump, you guys. I've made minimal progress on my tamarack jacket, as in I've actually managed to cut a few strips now. But there's a big pile of of fabric that I need to cut into strips, so it's going to take a while. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of embracing that. Yeah. I'm kind of saying, okay, this is going yeah. to be a slow fashion thing. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to make my decisions mindfully. Um, so that is what I am currently doing. In the meantime, I'm, uh, I've been doing a little bit of crochet. My uh, goddaughter just turned seven on Monday. And her, she's outgrowing her dinosaur hat that I made her with a little T-Rex romping across the front. Um, and her brother also has one. And so I had to make her one in a bigger size because she is a bigger size child now. So she uh, really liked that. I made it in like a turquoise blue with a rainbow dinosaur. Nice. It is very cute. I need a picture. Oh, uh, shoot. I didn't take one. I'll get a picture of her next time I see her cool um so yeah it's uh yeah it's is, cute is it like a freestanding dinosaur kind of like a like amagurumi style or is it no more of a, a shape in the it's, pattern it's a shape in the pattern it's okay. actually from it's from interweave crochet accessories i think 2014 all hunted down okay cool. um they've got a whole set of uh kids uh hats in there but i've only ever made the dinosaur one um <laughs> i've sized it up for my husband i've never made one for myself but uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of a thing the dinosaur hat so um the Love t-rex it. hat so yeah cool all right um, now it's time for our sew and tell segment. This is when we ask you for your opinion. Um, so last episode we asked you what 2020 trend are you most likely to incorporate into your sewing plans? Was the trend episode just last episode? I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy. So I we know. got a, we got some very good responses. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Meg, why don't you start us off? Yeah. So we had uh, Sarah the Stitcher write in, and they said. I would love to incorporate the cutout trend. It seems like it would be right up my alley. Now I need to find a good pattern. Yeah, that's the hardest part. I know. Well, you could make a a cutout is very hack friendly for any Mm -hmm. pattern you like. You just cut, cut it, make a cutout. (laughs) Ever since we talked about that, I've been thinking about hacking a bathing suit with a little cutout. (gasps) Oh, you know, something... I love a bathing suit cutout moment. I it's mean, you can still so do good. it kind of modestly. Um, oh, yeah. But have a little fun and yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have that mm-hmm. on the brain. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Karina B26 said, I love the tropical fabrics, have bought so many variations the past few months. Now to get going and make, make Buttrick 6677 to sort out my workweek uniform. Which I just I just love that just tropical tropical patterns all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. Bring on the greenery. Bring on the oh. green. Bring on. Bring on the spring, please. Oh, it's been snowing at least once a week. More than that, most weeks. I know. I know. I'm done with it. Me too. Um, we also heard from Sadie Fox Studio, which bonus points. Sadie is actually the gal who designed the Now and Layer top for us. 
Really? Yes. Yes. She is awesome. Um, Way to go. Yeah. Total bonus points. She's terrific and super inspiring. Um, And I love what she had to say about the trend episode. She said, I'm dreaming of an off-white transparent wilder gown to layer over a black tank and black capri leggings for spring your review of trends and the pattern has me even more convinced that i need to make that like now oh (laughs) and neon but probably more in my accessories i love a punch of color with a neutral base love your podcasts oh same same and same (laughs) yes Yes, that sounded i i had amanda read that one because it just sounded so much like amanda's style pretty easy to peg these days All right. So for this episode, we want to ask you, what has your no pattern sewing experience been like? Have you ever done it? Um, do you enjoy it? Tell, tell us what you think. Yeah. Like to hear. Mm-hmm. That was right. super fun. That was super fun. I didn't know there was so much to say about uh, no no patterns. I know. I feel like it started one place and led to other amazing places. But, you know, I like it best when our discussions I go know. like that. I know. When I was when we started, I was like, oh, this might be a short episode. I'm just we're talking. I'm, and then, of course, we just like come full we circle. Deep. I, I love that <laughs> so much. It was really fun. <laughs> and Amanda, I love a little sewing, sewing Mad Lips. That's so much funny. Yeah. yeah, So yeah. much funny. Oh, geez. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what I dream up in my spare time. Just constantly think, thinking about. Those. I think that needs to be um, that needs segment needs to come back like every like season or so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've yeah, we've I done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to change up what ha- what what we do on that last page. Yeah. Um, but this is a, always a fun one to mm-hmm. to go for. But next time there is one, we have to read it again on the podcast. That yeah. was right. I love. We'll that. do. Mm-hmm. Done. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Until next yeah. time. All Happy right. Bye, everyone. For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer.